Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't, the conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth. And today I want to talk about something that in my book is a huge step forward in Northern Colorado, in Colorado period. Since I have lived here, I have told the world personally, on air, anywhere I go, how different mental health care is between Michigan and Colorado. And I've heard it since I've lived here in so many fields. And I consistently hear it with mental health because that's what I'm most connected with. And I recently reconnected with someone who is in my area now. And we met up and we're just chit-chatting. And through conversation, I heard so many stories of what struggles people go through in Colorado to get an appointment, to find the right person. Weeks is not even close, months. People wait months. The system is broken. No one seems to be taking big steps until this week, Northern Colorado Thompson School District has invited mental health co-responders to work in conjunction with the liaison police officers that are part of the school staff. This is something that I was a part of and saw all the time. It is common in Michigan, in the Midwest. And if you are somewhere, I would love to hear what mental health care is like near you. If it's more like Michigan, if it's more like Colorado, if it's even more extreme or you have a different category altogether, I'm really, really interested because it's a big enough battle in this world. Mental health care and getting people the support they need is a big enough battle to begin with. And it, it shouldn't vary by state. It shouldn't be different because of where you are. Your access is, I understand that some areas are more populated and they have more opportunity and access in a bigger city than they do in a rural area, but we should still be able to provide support. So this is a huge shout out to Thompson School District in Northern Colorado, which I have taken my pups. There's a beautiful lake. I don't know the area well, but I absolutely intend to know it better. This is what I want to be a part of. And so in one week, I will talk more about what it looks like and what they do. But I want to start by saying that in the first week, one week, they have had 12 calls, 12 calls, 12 situations that would not be addressed had this not been there, 12 situations unresolved for young adults and their families that we don't know what it leads to. Even if it is as simple as grades dropping, emotional suffering, I'm not going to go as far to say depression or anything clinical. I'm just saying if we don't address these things, they get bigger. So what does it look like? It is the trained mental health staff working with 
the school liaisons, the school officers. Now imagine being a young adult and seeing a police car drive up. Many adults don't respond well and get nervous. So even if police are trained and the police are coming to respond to a crisis on behalf of someone, a police car, uniform, gun can be threatening to people in certain situations. I certainly don't love being around guns. That's my personal opinion. And if someone's already having anxiety, if someone is already dealing with whatever the, the police are coming for to assist with, it could get magnified. I'm not saying it will. It's absolutely not guaranteed, but it absolutely can. It has, and it might again. So this is someone like me walking in, in jeans and regular clothes, fully trained with the support of the school and the police, not in a punitive way, in a helpful way. And I come in with all of the resources so that whatever is going on, I get you the support. I don't just mean the conversation from me. I mean, getting you connected with someone to work with, getting you resources. If we're talking about someone considering suicide or drugs and alcohol, finding rehab, doing the things that add stress to a family that's already dealing with something. Who has the time when you're taking care of your child to be researching the best place in crisis? Isn't it better if we can do that for you? Isn't it better if we can set it up and I can go with you? I can be there for that first appointment so it's not as scary. These are the things that task forces do and they work together with the community. So anyone listening, if you're a parent, if you're a teacher, if this is not in your community, your state, your districts, how do we make it happen? How do we provide more services? And I'll explain them a little bit more and then come back to how do we get them out there? So examples of things that happen throughout the school day that don't need 911, right? You don't need to call for a law, a, a show of force, but you do need a response of some sort. And it might be bigger than the school can offer. So bringing in a, a task force, a youth force, whatever you want to call it, the goal is to give them the tools, decrease the severity of whatever is going on, and maybe prevent another call. And it could be Someone having a bad day, it could be, like I said, someone struggling with thoughts of suicide or self-harm, making threats to other students, bullying, just needing to talk to someone, being able to call and have someone there. The, the, school, the Thompson School District has said in this first week, more students are talking to the mental health professional than the police officer. That doesn't mean it will continue to always be that way, but there is something different about talking to a mental health professional than there is talking to a police officer. And when I have had clients dealing with it, law, needing to make a police report can be intimidating. Just going into the station, if you are young, 
if you are in an emotional state where you're not focused or thinking clearly, it's overwhelming as an adult advocating for these students. Stations are crazy. There are multiple things going on. You can see things you might not want to see. There can be a, you know, abrupt things happening. And so having someone say, I can do this with you, even if it's telling your parents you got a bad grade and the report card that they're going to open in five minutes is not what they thought it would be. If we can make that less intense, that is the future. What does that look like? Imagine a world that you don't have to have the built up questions, wonders, anxiety, fears. I've had clients reach out when they have either been drinking themselves or in a situation where someone was drinking and they didn't want to get in a car. We have Uber these days. We have so many options and ways to help if people are comfortable coming forward. So again, I first and foremost want to shout out loudly to the Thompson School District for creating this, for being aware that we need this, for understanding. And I'm so grateful to be in Northern Colorado and to get to follow up and become a part of this and make a difference in lives immediately. Like I said, in Michigan, this is just another day. I went to the school all of the time for drug dogs are coming and we're doing, you know, we're raiding the lockers and we want you here in case anyone gets caught with anything. Responding to a fight. Just to have a presence there as an alternative to being sent to the principal's office. Talk to a human being who just wants to sit down and listen. I'm not saying that the police officers and the principals don't. I'm saying in the mind of an adolescent, will they open up? Will they say the same things? Will we get to the root of what's going on? A lot of people are intimidated by authority and respond differently just knowing that an advocate is with them. I, my clients all know that they can call me or their parent and there is a way that a situation can be handled with their best interest in mind that they know is their best interest and the world might not yet know. So what do we do? How do we make this happen? First and foremost, have the conversations. I want to know, even if you're just not feeling okay, even if you just didn't sleep well and you're a little bit off, but you need five, 10 minutes to regroup and breathe before hearing about deadlines and assignments and finals and all the things. I want someone available to de-escalate before even though those things that seem small become too big. So talk to your kids, talk to your students, and let them know that it is okay and it is allowed, even if it's not talked about or taught, even if the teachers don't announce it, even if they don't know it's available, there is support available. And they need to know that they can tell you or me or their counselor or someone that they need more. They don't have to verbalize anything other than that. It's not their job to explain it. It's their job to say, tag, call my mom, call my counselor, call this person. We have a plan. Parents, teachers, 
if you want this as much as I do in your areas, it's a call to the PTA. It's a call to the superintendent. It starts with the conversation. Like I said, it depends where you are. In Michigan, I walked into the schools when I was in a new area, telling them what I do and who I am and offering my services, volunteering and making connections. And that established my name and career in not only that district in Wayne County, Michigan. We don't have that everywhere. Ask for it. Let people know that you want to talk. If go to the police stations, right? This is so political, but we can also do more on a smaller level. Like I said, making that noise, you can be heard and there's power in numbers. And we can all together petition, do those things, but that takes Sorry, that takes time. What can we do in this moment? Find one person that is going to be the most vocal, the most active, the voice, and get them to do these things, to make these calls. When this started, I connected with a school in Livonia, Michigan. They thought I had a lot to offer. They wanted me involved. I volunteered. Eventually, I wanted to be there more. It took time away from seeing clients. So my office and I created funding and found a grant. So I was able to receive something and the school followed suit and got a grant and was able to now and this isn't going to make anyone a millionaire, but they can at least pay you for your time and create funding and get it started. Some schools might appreciate the volunteer concept and welcome you in and you can get started immediately. I literally was in the schools immediately doing after school groups as an alternative to, to being suspended. Whatever ideas you have, it can be different everywhere, but you being there and you starting that gets people talking and, and even the people who are resistant to the idea who haven't seen what it looks like, see someone coming in on a regular basis that looks like everyone else and isn't wearing a uniform with a gun and a taser and is there to listen and has confidentiality rules so that they know it cannot go further without them being a part of the plan. So there are people that want to do this. If you don't know what to do, how to do it, Ask someone if they're interested and see if they'll take the lead. It took me and one person in one school and that blew up into an entire district because the need is there. I promise you the need is there. The money might not be there immediately. Teachers, what can you do? Tell your principals, counselors, please. I know you're so overworked and dealing with so many administrative scheduling things that you don't have the time or the resources when the kids do come to you, and I know you want to be there, let them know that one person, one team can make a huge difference. And if you want to know more about how that looks, please reach out anytime, sam at samantharuth.com. I'm the voice. I didn't do the grant writing. I told them the things they needed to know about what I could do, why, how, 
So you, you do have to find someone that is skilled at that. But these days you can learn all of the things online. There are grants available that you can fill in the blanks. And there are my, my nine-year-old, almost 10-year-old niece could probably walk me through it with how accessible technology and things are. And again, reach out to me or someone in the field and we would be happy to walk through it with you. I don't care if I'm across the country, if you are starting this in your school, I am fully supporting that and want to promote it, advocate, share, let others know and do whatever I can to help get it started because we need this everywhere. So again, I just wanted to, after elections and all the hype we'll be talking about with politics, I just wanted to plant this seed and again, show the disparity between mental health care from one place to another. And it's all lacking. We need better mental health care everywhere, even in the places that are doing the most. So shout out to Thompson School District in Northern Colorado. I'm so, so thrilled I moved here and I can become a part of this and I'll keep you posted. I plan to reach out to them and see what I can do and see if we can make this bigger. But I am just, it is the first in the state. And that is a huge, huge deal. And I've connected, I've gotten the names of the, the officer in charge and the mental health professional in charge. And I plan to find out exactly what they did so we can make it happen in your area too. And again, like I said, if you're a parent, a teacher, making the noise, the superintendent, the PTA, the board, these are big voices. They're the ones who talk about what needs to happen. They were part of the decision-making to allow me in the school. They consented to that support. So thinking that one voice isn't enough is, I get it. We are small fish in huge, huge oceans, but one voice starts something. Another person hears you. And I promise you, you're not the only one that wants this. We need to teach each other and teach our kids how to say help, even if it's just I'm having a bad day, so that that doesn't build up into more. And they, many might be doing that at home and outside of school, and that's great, but many might not be. And having access to that is wonderful. If you don't, until then, if you're a young adult listening, I know you might have a favorite teacher, uh, even if it is your art teacher, right? Some of my clients, many of my clients have connected with th their extracurricular teachers because there's not the homework, the, there's, there's a different relationship. They're in a class doing something that they love, a class they chose versus English and history, which we have to take and we have to do homework, right? So there's a different excitement going into the class before you even meet the teacher. So it's easier. And a lot of students connect with these teachers. You might think that they have nothing to do with this, but they have a voice and they can go to the counselors and they can go to the principal. And I have to tell you, I have two off the top of my head, friends in Michigan that are principals, as well as the numerous connections I have from my professional network. And they care. And they do a lot and they want, they want their students to be well. 
So if that doesn't, if that doesn't sound like your principle, then what about the assistant principles? Who in a place of administration, a place of power, do you see out there connecting with the kids, caring about their being at their events and caring about their well-being, not just showing up to school? These people are out there working hard every day, and I'm shouting out to you as well. I am not saying you're not fighting the fight trying to make this happen. I'm just trying to get more people involved so that we can make a difference. And the fact that there's a start in Colorado is huge. I've been here about nine years and this is major. So thank you for listening. Thank you for doing your part. Thank you for being a part of this community. And I don't wanna go into any of the upcoming things or news. I really just wanted to share this and say something positive about Colorado that I'm so, so proud of. And until next time, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.